Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you. More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all, with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and what the hell, we're still here after all these years, talking creativity, business, art, discipline, and just about everything else we can think to cram into the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1099. Today we hear from the dogs who grumble every time I start recording. Today we hear from Kane, who asks... In a self-evaluation of our own skill sets, aptitudes as a writer, what identifiers should exist that would indicate that we have developed into a substantial professional writer? How do we know that we have what we need skills-wise? What should we be able to do? What should we not be doing? I assume that we're talking about craft here rather than business skills. Um, and if we're talking about craft rather than business skills, we can't use the handy proxies like income or sales numbers. So um, let's talk craft and art. One of the ways to gauge how you're doing is to look at the resemblance between what you intend to do and what you, what you accomplish. Stephen J. Cannell, who, um, or Cannell, I guess, should be Cannell, but he always pronounced it Cannell. Stephen J. Cannell, the creator of the Rockford Files and um, the A-Team, I don't think he created Magnum, but he might have, Magnum P.I., um, Wise Guy, and many, many other television shows, as well as writer of, a prolific writer of mysteries had the had this rubric for the three stages of a writer. The first stage, you write something, and you read it back, and you're like, eh, it's not really what I was going for. At stage two, you write something, and then you read it back, and you're like, hey, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I was wanting to do. And then at stage three, you you write something, and then you read it back, and you go, how the hell did I do this? This is this is better than maybe maybe different and better than what I was trying to do. Holy shit. And that third stage is when you've mastered the craft. That mastered doesn't mean completed, it just means you now you have now become a full Jedi, so to speak. <laughs> um That's one way. Another way is to judge its effect on the people who read it. Um if you're moving people to tears, you're doing pretty good. Um, or making them laugh out loud. Evaluating yourself to figure out where you have to grow. First of all, I reject the implicit premise of the question that uh, there is an end point to this. This is Writing is one of those fields of human endeavor where there is no end. There are only signposts along the way. You can mm -hmm. always get better at something, at some aspect of it. Um, you do this by... And, if you observe, it's as easier to see in music than in um, writing because it's much easier to listen to a few thousand songs than to read a few thousand books. 
Um, if you look at the music scene, the rock and roll scene in the 20th century, or frankly in the painting scene, Picasso did this as well, you'll notice that the people who get really good, who start pulling in the great fees or audience numbers or commission prices or whatever, the ones that stay on top, that consistently surprise and renew, are the ones that don't sit still. They knock something out, they get it under them, and then they move on. That's not the only way to master something, right? You also have people like Earl Stanley Gardner, who did the Perry Mason books, who just turned out the same variations on the same thing over and over and over and got seriously good at it. But that was the extent of their ambition. Earl Stanley Gardner was a pulp master, whereas someone like Mark Twain or... Robert Heinlein or Tamora Pierce is a master storyteller because they didn't keep writing the same thing over and over. They hopped around. Uh, or Douglas Adams, oh my god. Whenever they nailed something, they didn't just look for the next step on that road. They sometimes hopped to a completely different road. One of the things that kept the band U2 on top for 20 years straight before they had their long decline was that every time they hit with an album that broke through the top of the bestseller charts, they changed their music genre every time. They're, so starting in 1980, every single album, it's still them, but oh my God, is it different. Mm -hmm. um, they go into, they, they started in punk, they went to new wave, they went to hard rock, they went to jazz and blues, they did techno, they did dance club music, they did stripped down acoustic alternative. That's all of their successful albums right in a row. Um, I might have gotten a couple things out of order. That's how you do it. So there is no finish line. What marks you as professional class, professional caliber, that's your ability to sit down and accomplish what you set out to, or better. How do you evaluate? Well, you can use Cannell's self-diagnosis criteria. You can also read your own work next to the work of an author who you admire. Read them, you know, read one chapter from each, read one short story from each, right next to each other, and... Preferably an author whose work is similar to what you intend. Or who, who's in an artistic space that you would like to ascend to. But you can even learn this from people who you're not trying to, to move in on, so to speak. Read your work next to the work of someone you consider a master. Notice what they're doing that you're not doing. Notice what they're doing really well that you're not doing very well. You can learn so much so fast. And you can also stack yourself up against other authors pretty well that way. Now, this does depend on being able to achieve a certain level of disinterest in your own work. And by disinterest, I don't mean boredom. Uh, technically, I know the word has changed and people are using it this way, but technically boredom is uninterest, a lack of interest. A disinterested party in business is a party that doesn't have an investment in what's going on. Mm -hmm. Disinterest is a lack of vested interest in the situation. What you're trying to do when you're comparing your work to the work of others in order to figure out where to go is not to shore up your self-image. And it's not to beat it down. It's not to defend your work. And it's not to look for why it's bad. What you're wanting to do is, as best you can, 
read your work and their work with the same eye, as if you were a stranger to you both. What are you doing that they're not doing as well? What are they doing that you're not doing as well? And don't just do that with one author, with your favorite author. Do that with a few authors. A few authors who either have the kinds of success that you want, or whose work speaks to you in a really important way, or who are successful with an audience that you want to be able to speak to. They'll teach you the language. What other ways of self-diagnosing your skill level can you think of, Kitty? No, I, I was going to say and focus on um, are you doing what you want in your fiction, which is something that you've already covered. Are you doing what you set out to do? Are you meeting or exceeding that? That was what I was going to... I suppose the other thing that occurs to me is pay attention to those authors whose stories grab your attention and you don't know why. If someone's storytelling or style or whatever grabs your attention and you don't know why, it's because they're doing something you need. And the fact that you don't know why probably means they're doing it so well it's almost invisible. And when that happens, you want to go after that, submerge yourself in what they're doing. See if you can't bring it to the surface. And I suppose this brings me to the other premise of this question, because it's a really good question. But there's a hidden premise here that I would like to pillory a little bit. And I hope you don't take offense to this, Kane. It's very natural to want to assess where you are, to be able to place yourself in social rank with your peers. When it comes to highly individualized fields like the arts, it can be very counterproductive because art is produced best when you are the least self-conscious because when you are least self-conscious, there is the greatest flow between your subconscious and your talent. And the more you're worried about where you sit in the, in the leaderboard rankings, the more self-consciousness you're baking into the creative process. There, there's an old uh, saw about how you never have to worry about being able to tell who's powerful if some guy is saying that he's powerful. Because the fact that he's saying so means he's not. So he's having to bluster. If you're worried about who's best, you're not. That's okay. It means you've got more room to grow. But when you start worrying about questions like this, consider that it might be the wrong question. The question isn't, am I a professional yet? How can I get there? The important question is, what can I do next to get better? What can I do to get better faster? Because no matter how good you are, you can get loads better. And people don't start buying your books because they're professional. People don't even start buying short stories uh, in magazines because they're professional. People buy your books and your stories because you have gotten in front of them with something they want in a way that they can recognize that it's the thing they want. I have seen some of the most horribly written fiction one of my editors is currently absolutely enthralled with an Australian series that is so badly written that she has to actually edit it on the fly in order to understand what the words mean. And the storytelling is so good that she's read 30 books by this author. This author is not a professional storyteller, and this author is making millions of dollars. Because the author has one thing right, two things right. One, 
despite all of this author's shortcomings, the story delivers. And number two, the story is in front of the right audience. Those are the only two things you need. Everything else is bullshit in terms of self-evaluation and posturing. All you really need to know is how to get better from where you are, and you need to learn how to sell your books. Selling your books is not my strong suit, getting better, but I'm not yet in a place where I'm comfortable talking about it because I'm not confident that, my, that I can properly generalize my advice. But hopefully that day is coming soon. When it comes to craft, don't worry about how good you are. Worry about how to get better. No matter how good you already are, worry about how to get better. You're going to save yourself a lot of time, a lot of angst, and you are going to improve your creative flow. What I was going to say was what you just said, but in fewer words, challenge yourself rather than evaluate yourself. Really, really good. We should make that a, a little sign that we sell. Uh, that oh. should be a merch sign. Okay. That's brilliant. Coming soon, Everyday Novelist merchandise. In the meantime, thank you very much for the question, Kane. It's always good to know you're still out there. And we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian and is distributed by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text and production are copyright 2024, J. Daniel Sawyer. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to the author. There are new books in the Everyday Novelist series coming out this year, so be sure to visit everydaynovelist.com support to join up and get your free copies of these new books as they're coming out, as well as other goodies that we've got up our sleeves.